pluck 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 growing out the pod with Kara Manuelli and Amanda Hunt. Hi guys, thanks for tuning in to Growing Out the Pod. I'm Amanda and I'm Kara. And this is the show. We talk about hair sometimes and sometimes we talk about other stuff. Kara, you've got a full like mini mouse palette today. You I look do. Cute as hell. Well, it is Valentine's Day. It, we're Aww. recording this on Valentine's Day. Um, and I felt like uh, Brian got me a shirt that has a little heart on my belly because I have my belly's showing and, and I decided to be kind of like cutesy and matchy. So I have a red lip, a little bit of like a red eye, and then I have a little bow. I got my hair cut this week. Um, it looks so good. Um, I. And see if I, I I got bangs, guys. I got bangs that I'm I'm not sure I'm into really yet. Okay, let's talk about how you're styling them because you had them pushed to the side when we started the zoom, yes. and then it's hard to move from pushing them to the side to making them a like a front bang. Mm-hmm. That's um, without a hot tool and like a little bit of patience. Like you can't just sweep them over like that. Yeah. Well, so she, how are you? She, so she's. I told her I wanted like a. I didn't want a, like I wanted a full bang, but not. I wanted kind of like a parted a little bit um mm-hmm. like this kind of look uh, a little bit yes mm-hmm. and she kind of gave me a full bang and she really thin like took all my blonde off I have no blonde left she dyed it or she trimmed no she it trimmed away. it she gave me layers and stuff um which did I'm, you tell her that you did sun in all summer to get that blonde <laughs> I did, did you know? um but uh she took it all off and I I, I didn't really ask for layers but she was like making my hair healthier I guess I'm like okay with my haircut. I'm not really like feeling it. I also not used to myself in bangs. I know that takes a while to kind of get your your face used to. So, um, you know. And your hair used to. Like your hair goes into shock when you yeah. cut bangs. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I mean, it just if my hair feels lighter and I, I really wanted my hair to keep really long. I told her I only wanted like an inch off. And she did for the most part. But like really took uh, like a lot of lay. I have a lot of layers now and all my blonde is gone. <laughs> Yeah, um, which is fine, but uh, I I kind of wanted to keep. It's different some than of what it. you wanted. Yeah, I'm not mad. I mean, my hair is gonna grow again. It's gonna grow out. Um, I'm just kind of like it just feels thinner to me, and I'm not like as excited about it. It um, looks beautiful. Oh, well, thank if that you. helps at all, it looks really, really good. And we can talk about some bang styling techniques yes, if you please. want to, because I think they look good pushed to the side, and I bet they look good across when you've styled them yeah. that way. Yeah, um, she styled them. When she cut my hair, it looked great. Like I saw the pics. We yeah. posted the pics. Oh, I, yeah, we did. <laughs> Furries were liking left and right. <laughs> we did. We posted it. And, and I do I do like what she did. I just don't know how to recreate it. So that makes it frustrating, I think. How – what are you doing right now to them? Um, well, I blow dry them. And I'm deciding if I want the cross bang. Because I don't really think I can – it doesn't suit my face. Also, mm-hmm. my face has changed shape since I'm getting pregnant. That's just what happens. So it's full um, of blood, as we've discussed. <laughs> so I do have like a little bit extra, which is fine. It just I think when I have the full bangs, it kind of cuts my face shorter and puffier yeah. looking because it is different. Because I'm all I'm I'm full of hormones and I'm gaining weight. Like it's what's going to happen when you're pregnant. So yeah, I'm just getting used and to it. And if you all. don't like them, you don't like them. But yeah. I think if you want to try, like. One time, just try and style them across just to see because, like, it's easier if you give them a fighting chance if yeah. you, like, style them nicely. Yeah. I would, like, I would cut them, like, split them in half so you've got a bottom layer and a top layer. Oh, okay. 
blow dry the bottom layer, blow dry the top layer, and then straighten them bottom layer, top layer so that they're really smooth. And like oh. then they're kind of like then it's easier to like part them or do okay. whatever. They have a little bit more motion. OK. Because that's I don't have to do all of that anymore because my hair is it's trained. Well trained. Yeah. It's I mean, <laughs> at this point, I've had them for more than half my life. Yeah. Actually, way more, I guess, because I had bangs when I was a little kid, too. But that was a very different kind of bang. (laughs) Not as cute. Uh, (laughs) You would think a little kid version of me would be cuter. Oh, I bet it's adorable. I I looked like Eddie Munster as a kid. Like, just like very pale, black, black hair, like dark eyes, dark eyebrow, only one straight across. And it was just like, it was, my brother was very cute. And I was like precocious but not cute I had like a good personality for a kid so <laughs> I don't I'm think so. I think I've seen baby pictures of you I think you look cute I think you were cute mm-hmm. you I mean I'm posting carefully yeah you know, <laughs> selective there but <laughs> for the most part it was just like it was just different it wasn't these bangs that I have now that I need to trim no they're fantastic um, girl like I literally when I was thinking of my bangs was like I think I want Amanda bangs I think I want Amanda bangs and um, I I don't know how to style Amanda Banks, so thanks for the tips. I'm gonna I'm gonna of try course. that tonight. It's a lot of trial and error, yeah. and like they're not for everybody. But I saw your pictures; you looked really cute with them. I think it's just like knowing the like right way to style to them. style them. Yeah, yeah, because it's hard. Yeah, and hairdressers never prepare you. Like they're always like, "Okay, you're ready to go," and they send you out in the world, and then you're like, "How the fuck do I do this? Yeah, like, how how am I supposed to recreate? How this do I look? recreate this look that makes my hair look full than it?" Because it's not feels flat now. Anyway, mm-hmm. we'll learn. We'll learn. We're learning. We're learning every day. We're learning, and that's what's beautiful. Yeah. My hair story this week. I guess I have changed up my skincare routine. Ooh. I have. I have embarked on a journey of toner. Ooh. Okay. Explain. So, um, two different people within the same week. One a. Uh, an aesthetician and one uh, personal colleague of mine. So not uh, he's a friend, but he all, we also work together. Both of them were like, "Oh, you shouldn't wash your face in the morning. You should just use toner." Yes, yes. Who knew? I didn't know. You I knew? start. You told that like a couple weeks ago. You told me that, and I have. And I remember someone telling me that before. And I've been doing that. I just use a like a cucumber rose spray, and then put my mm-hmm. HA and my vitamin C on, and then a moisturizer, and that's all I use in the mornings. So I've been using Dr. Thayer's toner. It's Mm -hmm. witch hazel. And my friend, my colleague, my personal colleague, told me that he said, I used to live in the same building as this older male model. Like not older, but he was like a male model in Mm -hmm. his 40s. And he looked amazing. And he was like, what do you do to your skin? What do you do to your skin? Tell me, tell me, tell me. And he said that the thing he swears by is this Dr. Thayer's witch hazel toner. I have it, yeah. Use it. Use it in the mornings. I use it and then I have a spray water and then I put on a vitamin C serum, a moisturizer, eye stuff. And then all I have is 30 to 45 minutes of makeup application and out the door. <laughs> right? So fast. Just kidding. It doesn't take me that long. <laughs> yeah. It just takes me a few minutes to do this makeup and then don't worry. Don't go out any doors. I stay in my house. <laughs> you just got to look compute. You got to look Zoom ready. So you, you can- have to look Zoom ready. Yeah, that's it. 
So. Because you have to look at yourself on Zoom. Yeah, when, you, when you're looking at yourself being like, oh my God, I forgot, or I'm, I got something. Like, you'll know you have something in your teeth, so you're going to want to fix it. So like if you have something going on with your makeup, you're going to constantly be like, okay, I can't, I have to, I, I see a blemish. I got to, I got to cover it just to or make like, sure wow, peace of mind. I could look like, like fresh faced and like doe eyed and instead I just look tired. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I am tired, but I don't want people to know that yeah. in my face. Also, I learned zero lessons. I told you about the mascara last week. Yep. I uh, I took that lesson. I threw it in the trash and I put a bunch of compost on top of it. I went on a walk with my friend Robin this week and I did my makeup before and I was like, oh, I put a layer of waterproof mascara over it. Surely it's fine. I got home from my mm. walk. I – there was – it was like I had – brushed mascara across the bottoms (laughs) of my eyes it was so it was everywhere it wasn't supposed to be and my eyelashes themselves had clumped into like three strong tongs coming out of my face (laughs) such a good look it's such a good look I was happy that it's it was zoom instead of in person that day yeah oh god God. I was very happy nobody could see how um unified my eyelashes had become that's great. Yeah, the, the, mm. that's the that's my worst. That's my nightmare is clumpy eyelashes. I don't know why, but to me that's gross looking. It kind of gives me like a weird like ooh feeling like when you look at a texture, you know that makes you feel uncomfortable. It, and like I know the makeup I'm putting on my eyes is not good for my eyes. Right. But I don't want to know that much. You know, like when yeah. they're clumped like that, it's like okay, now I like really know about this and it's gross to me. So, yeah. stop. Well, I I tend to not use waterproof I don't like using waterproof because of the clumping and because it dries your eyelashes out and makes them fall out faster. <gasps> this is what I've been told. Who knows? Again, this myth. But I, um, I, I don't like to use them. I'd, I'd rather use. I'd rather use just stuff and get like get the stuff. Out. I will not. There's some mascaras that I will not use because I know it does the flaking and it just like makes you look like you're a raccoon. Um, but again, I'm a L'Oreal girl forever. Like I love L'Oreal. Yeah, L'Oreal, we would love to partner. Yes, Kara's please. already taken you as her makeup wife. So. Yeah, yeah, I am. And you, you, a lot of your products are pregnancy safe. So thank you for that. Wow. I literally this week I went and bought another moisturizer, a toner because I, I need another toner because the, the, the witch hazel is good, but it dries my skin out if I use it every day. Um, and. I bought like three things and I went home and I like researched them and I don't know why I didn't on my phone. I don't know why I didn't do it when I was in the store, but like I can't use any of it. What? Because it has stuff in it that I, I, pregnancy people aren't supposed to use. Pregnancy people. At least. (laughs) I like that. Pregnancy people is is like good. It's like lots of different people can be pregnant. It's true. And you're one of them. (laughs) You're in a cool club of pregnancy right now. Um, But it's crazy what you can and can't have. Like. Uh, thank God the internet has a lot of po- like a lot of like you know sites that are like the out of this brand these are the cool things you can use when you're breastfeeding also and when you're not you know like it's it's really helpful but it's also like my my skincare routine has definitely gone down because I can't use as much pro- any as many products which is good which is good but um I'm going through a hormone bump right now where I you can't tell right now but I have zit central on my chin a lot of hormone zits oh no so um that's really fun. Yeah. That's fun. That's so, so fun. fun. And they're like, your skin's going to glow when you're pregnant. You're going to look at the best skin. And I like don't have that at all. I have zits all on my cheeks still. Like I still have the same. I look like my skin's the same 
as it with with or without pregnancy. So from here, you look stunning. I'm oh, well, jealous. I should have put up my ring light. I didn't put up my ring light. I'm really regretting it right now. <laughs> you look gorgeous. Stop I it. look fine, but I'm not well lit, and I think we both know that. But you you look gorge. But like I think everything they say about pregnancy and childbirth and like early motherhood is a lie that they tell women. So that people yes. won't be like, fuck that. I don't want to do that. There's so many things that no one tells you about. And you're like, oh, I could experience this. Cool. Awesome. You know my- what? I just I had a test the other day for my glucose test. This is to, te- to tell if you have um, gestational diabetes. Uh, I failed mine. So I have to take another one. It's a three-hour test where I have to fast for 12 hours. And every three hours, I I take I drink this like glucose drink, this sugar drink, which actually tastes good at the moment because I'm so thirsty and hungry. Um, and then every two, every hour for three hours, they take my blood. Um, so I might, if I have gestational diabetes, I will not be able to have any of my cravings. Your donuts, you love them. I know. And also my fruit. I eat a lot of fruit. I eat, I eat like acai bowls, like running out of style. I have smoothies every day and I'm realizing I'm having fruits in the high glycemic, um, index. So pineapple and banana and mango, like a shit ton of it with honey and and coconut like I'm having s- fruit but it's all sugar and it's all the high sugar fruit uh, what's fruit. a low glycemic fruit like a pepper an apple apples pretty low which I do crave apples still apples and like okay. grapes and berries so like strawberries are fine but I like apples and cheese I do if too that and helps that's you I can do that I will be okay, okay. some cheese is I'm back on the cheese train again with my cravings Thank god choo-choo yeah. that's a train I want to ride <laughs> Ooh, I like to melt it. Like, I like to melt the cheese. You know what I randomly do? We'll just take a pieces of cheese and just put them in the microwave and melt them and just eat the melted cheese off a plate. This is a pregnancy snack or just a snack? I think it's just a normal snack for me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I will. I bought Kraft Singles recently for the first Ooh. time because it's like, I don't know, we're in fucking core. I, anything that I can do to give myself a little comfort during yeah. these times that's like reasonable, I will do it. Well, let me tell you, I just bought my second pack of Kraft Singles. Oh, shit. Like I How do you finish feel? them all. Yeah. I feel great. Like I feel really good. Like I'm not doing like a craft single a day. You know, it's a, mm-hmm. it's stretched out over time, but what a what a plasticky cheese treat. Yeah, it's such a like this plastic like re like it, it's real maybe. Um but it's it, so. it's fun to to open like the the the, the you know, you, it's a plastic square that is meltable, I think. And it's the preservative-laden snack of my childhood. Like, I just crave craft. something like that. Yeah. yeah, I crave craft. Crave craft. I, I mean, the mac and cheese, you can't go wrong with that mac and cheese ever, 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 ever. Fuck. Oh, I would really, I could really get into that right now. I could. I won't, but I could. I might have to. Well, I won't be able to have white carbs if I have diabetes. My test is next week, so let's, let's hope that I uh, don't have it. What are you step- doing in the meantime? Like, can you do what you want in the meantime or you have to be careful? Like, I'm being a little it? more careful. Brian was going to buy me a big thing of donuts today for Valentine's Day. But um, since we got the news, we're like not doing as much sugar. I still have my cravings though yesterday after finding out my results. All I wanted was chocolate and, and brownies and cookies and like Ooh. fruit. So I cut down and I felt different like being like, oh, the baby wanted. The baby wants this stuff. OK, the baby mm-hmm. wants it. Not me. It's for the baby. Yeah. So I guess you have to start disciplining your child earlier than you thought. <laughs> oh, I know. 
Time out for baby. Excuse yeah. me. Got a time out. Well, I don't know. I'm hoping that once this test goes through that it'll just, it was just because it was an hour test before rather than a three-hour test. The thing is, though, they take my blood every hour. And after fasting for that long, I already have incredibly low blood pressure. I'm going to faint. Like, I faint when I get blood taken sometimes. And if I haven't eaten, especially when I haven't eaten. Even if I have eaten, I'll faint sometimes. Yeah. I do it every three hours. The fuck? And you have to just sit there and wait? Yeah. And I'm guessing because of COVID, you have to sit there alone. Yep. Brian's going to just drop me off and come back. And I can't eat or drink anything for 12 hours. Like, I don't don't understand. It's just just so weird to me. Um, Do you have, like, a book? Do you have, like, a plan? Oh, I have a bunch of baby books I'm reading. Oh, that's not that fun. But it is, like, good. I know we're signing up for a Lamaze class this weekend. Um, and not a Lamaze, basically a birthing class. So you can figure out, you know, your birthing plan. What do you want to include? What do you want to do during labor? What do you want an epidural? What do you need to bring? Um, what, are the, what happens if you do a C-section? And learning how to like a mindset of going through labor because it's such a mind fuck. <laughs> um, and it's such a marathon. So you have to like really be prepared for that. Yeah. But, um, I don't I don't I, I don't know if I'm going to use a, a um, what do you call it epidural I probably will everyone always says to use epidural they're like I'm not gonna do it and then they always do it because it's like unbelievable pain mm-hmm the ring of fire they call it, when it comes. <gasps> that's yeah. what they call it oh yeah. my god your vagina hole turns into a fireball no no don't say <laughs> vagina hole oh I hate it Oh my god! The opening, sorry, the opening, the rim of your vet, oh, your vet. I don't like any of that. I hate that. Oh my god! It's really not cute or fun. Um, it doesn't sound cute or fun. I bet you'll look cute doing it. But it no, like it's not. I will suck. be. I will be screaming bloody murder because when I work out, I I yell. I'm one of those. I'm one of those people. I just make I have noises. worked out with you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yep, that's and right. And I'm going to be screaming, and I'm going to squeeze the shit out of Brian's hand. I guarantee it. I didn't know where you were going with that, and I'm <laughs> glad it was hand. You, well, I might also squeeze the shit out while I'm pushing as well. Who knows? <laughs> and that, and that is, I knew that you would say, that's what I thought you were, that was my fear, and then my fear was well, realized. Then you, I mean, you realized I, your fear, and it came true. And here's what I'll say. Like, doctors are always like, well, it doesn't matter. Everyone poops. And it's like, well, then if it doesn't matter, how come it's the only thing people always mention? I know. Like a lot of stuff happens during birth. Nobody is ever like talking about the other parts. It's always the poop, poop. part. It's always the poop. Poop and the, and the rip. The poop and the rip of the hole. And you hope the, the rip cut. happens after the poop. Yeah, or they might. Or it might. Yeah. Yeah. Because also they will not let you leave the hospital until you poop on your own. No, I knew that, but I hate learning it again. I just like I am like a sick animal. Like I just want to like go into a very private corner and poop and then return like nothing happened. Mm-hmm. Well, you don't have to tell. I mean, I don't know if you. I don't know if the nurses come and be like, oh, let me check the toilet. Let me see if there's poop in there. Is there poop in there? <laughs> I think you just tell them like I, I pooped. Can I go now? Um, but what but, if they don't believe you? I know. They're gonna, let's, let's check your butthole. Let's turn around. Ah! <laughs> oh, my God. Oh. Um, last night I watched Zootopia. 
Oh, how cute. It's so good. It's the best movie. I love that you love watching Disney movies. That makes me happy. It really has calmed me down. I think it's like twofold. Like when I paid for Google Plus or for Disney Plus, I was like, I will be fucking using this. Mm-hmm. Like this, this is expensive. I will be using it. And so I've like really, that's a big part of it. And also like, I know the movies are nice. I know they'll make me like feel good and I don't have to pay that much attention to them so I can do my puzzle. Right. Yes. You're, by the way, that puzzle you did that I saw last week that was literally just one color, right? It was just the like, all black puzzle. That is intense and I cannot believe you did that and I'm proud of you. That's Thank amazing. you. Thank you so much. It was really fun to do. My sister-in-law found – so I like finished that puzzle and then it was my birthday like a week later and my sister-in-law sent me a puzzle that's all white with big black scribbles across it. Ooh. It's it's actually harder, which is wild. I can imagine because the lines you're like, oh, the lines might match. Nope, they don't match. They're like just like this close. I can imagine that. And the pieces are like strange shaped. So it's like disorienting with the lines, disorienting with the um, the shapes. Thank God the backs have letters on them. So like there's an A section and a B section and oh, a C section. That's nice that they did that for you because that, that seems like – crazy if they didn't especially because i can't put the whole puzzle out on a table i don't have that kind of space so like this way i can pull out all the right now i'm working on the d's okay because you know i'd love to be working on a d you want to work on a d i desperately want to work on a d you gotta fit it in just like perfectly where it just like snaps and just is so satisfying i have to tell you a dick has never snapped into me exactly (laughs) i've never been like Great. We're in. I did once sleep with a guy. I don't know if we're going to share this part of our recording or not, but maybe. Um, I did hook up with a guy once who um, was very large. Yeah. And I had to go to the gyno a month later because I was still in pain. And I was like a month, a month later, Kara. I was like, he pushed my IUD out of place I know <gasps> I know he's pushed my IUD out of place and it's just floating around in there scraping all the walls and so I go to her and I was like is my IUD pushed out of place and she was like um no like that he can't get in your cervix he can't get into not, your cervix that's not how IUDs work like she was just like uh yeah your IUD's still there um and she, but she she was can't like, scrape it out I was afraid that it like punched it out, you know. Oh yeah, it was it was a great time at the time, but immediately, immediately, like the morning after, I was like, "Oh no, I have done something terrible to myself." And she told me that I learned a big lesson the hard way, and I (laughs) tried not to laugh, but it's very funny. Oh my god! I remember when I had first had sex on your birthday. Do you remember that? I my, do. My sex anniversary is first time is on your birthday. I and I love that. <laughs> I love for like for me that's really special. My sex anniversary is the opening of our like first show that we did in college. <laughs> which one was which, what was the first show? Guys and Dolls. Oh, Guys and Dolls. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Opening night oh, for me and the show. Oh yeah, and you're. <laughs> Badge opening. That's right. I was ensemble on stage, but off stage, I was the star, baby. Yes. I remember kind that. Of. What was in that show with you? It was yeah. all of us. All of us we freshmen. We were all in it. Yeah, that, that was, was the fun. best. Soft- it was sophomore year, Oh, right? sophomore year. It was sophomore year. It was sophomore year, yeah. Because, like, 
That was the best because we all just got to be together. Yeah. I wish and we, we weren't like always been together. I know. I wish that we I, I loved my favorite thing I think about U of A was being like the unsung. I mean, not my favorite, but like I loved being in a play, like being on a show, being in a show with a bunch of people and having your your backstage fun, your your locker room. I keep saying locker room. Like what? Your dressing room fun. <laughs> Never try to turn theater into sports. Please, God, it no. doesn't work. It doesn't work. Mm-hmm. But it's it's um, it's really fun. I do miss doing shows for that reason. I do. Um, I don't think I'll, I don't know. I'll never do a show again. I mean, you never know. I've done approximately a billion sketch shows. At oh, yeah, UCB. yeah. Mm-hmm. That's way more than is true. A lot. I've done a <laughs> lot of sketch at UCB, sometimes like on stage and sometimes as a writer. So you're just backstage. Mm-hmm. And like it is the most fun to be backstage because you're like, I am in a little secret world. Yeah. Like, I am. It's like fun to be on a set and it's you know it's like fun to be in front of the camera and then be like now I'm behind the camera where I'm mm-hmm. safe but it's not the same because no, the like audience isn't also kind of there right and you're literally just like okay now go to your, your trailer or go <laughs> go sit in your car I don't know go sit somewhere else and like yeah go sit in your car like I, I'm not getting to go to a lot of trailers but it is like <laughs> okay thank you now you can go get on the subway again <laughs> Go outside, have some crafty, and then like, and then get a tummy ache because it's bad food for you. And then um, you can go, or like, and then you can go after you've pooped. You can go. Yeah, it's just like the hospital. It's really sweet. Yeah, they they don't let you go unless you clock out <laughs> you with, a, to, with a shit with a shit sticker or something. You have to tell a PA <laughs> that you pooped before you can leave set. <laughs> they're the PA, they're the poop assistant as well as the production assistant. <laughs> <laughs> that's we're kidding if you're a production assistant we love you we oh stand i you we'd love to partner we'd love to partner with any pa um God. i love pas i love being on set and i love i love i do like pas i think they're fun i think it's a fun job it's very stressful i'm not gonna lie but it's cool to be like knowing where all the pieces are i've been a pa on a set before which has been really fun because i'm also very like time really on like a not time nazi kind of thing where i'm like this needs to be done if it's not done we need to move on we need to move on and that in 2021 is the only kind of Nazi. I know. I realized wants. I said the Nazi word and I was like, was that a mistake? Did I just make a mistake? I mean, <laughs> we're all making mistakes all the time, but. Yeah. Say I was just a time, uh, time, time entrepreneur. <laughs> time entrepreneur. <laughs> Self-made time keeper. <laughs> did you I see, do. did you see that billionaire, uh, this, this woman who, who founded Bumble and we shit on Bumble. Yes one yes. week ago and then this woman comes out as the first self-made female billionaire it's amazing at that she is not look if you have <sighs> no rich, you shouldn't rich parents her parent they went on a, a family sabbatical to france for six months if your parents are like that kind of fuck you rich you are not self-made no you're not like like kylie jenner uh, she's a self-made billionaire with her me- she does not she does not have the science to make a lip gloss she's like I like that color and I like that color and let's just call it soft lips with Kylie like my ass like you know she just doesn't she she just does comes up with names maybe she might be great at naming things she might even be a great businesswoman like that's that's like people say Jeff Bezos is self-made no he's not yeah he like his parents gave him a bunch of money and let him work out of their garage to start his business, but he had already been a portfolio manager at a hedge fund. Like, it's just like, it's like you're standing at the top of the stadium and like, mm, 
that's a bad metaphor because yeah. you don't want to jump off the like there's nowhere to go from that but it's it's like you are standing on the roof of a house and you like touch the chimney and pe- and you're like I touched this chimney all by myself and it's like yeah but you were already like you're already there yeah standing next to it it's not hard yeah if like like good for you it doesn't mean you didn't work hard but also if you're a billionaire I don't think you can get your money as a billionaire and like have done it ethically I agreed. think you could be a millionaire maybe Agre- agreed I, I think billionaires it's cool that you done it like it'd be like cool be like i did it now i don't need all this mil- i'll give a billion away and still have a million million dollars like yeah it's it's like the amount of the like if we all if we all had billion dollars it'd be a different story but we clearly don't only like one like 0.1 percent or whatever the top percent a percent or percent a percent have it and they could feed the world and they people could- are starving like people are dead you know like are in desperate need and they want their I mean and they want their they don't want to hold their tax like I don't understand is it just because they 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 need the money or they just it's 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 all it must be an ego thing to have that much money and be like I need to save my tax I don't I don't want to charge that much taxes I have I've made this money myself I'm not going to pay for the poor well I think uh, that's part of the self-made ethos it's like well I made all this by myself and it's like one no you didn't and two even if you did you don't need all that money like Dolly Parton people say that she could be a billionaire but she can't because she's given so much money Mm -hmm. away that she hasn't accrued billions of dollars right like right Dolly Parton is a shining example of somebody who is actually fucking self-made yes and she's a she's a humble about it and she's sweet about it and 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 generous and generous and like why would you why do you want other people to suffer if you can't help them like that's my mind is like if I if I have that much money how fun would it be to be able to just like give money away? Like I watched that Britney doc. Did you watch a Britney doc this week? Oh, uh, I loved it. I, I was so scared to watch it because I didn't want to like be upset and mad because I tend to get that way when injustice happens. And um, I was really impressed when she like got her first 10,000 and got $100 bills and went and just like gave it to people in her town. Yeah. Like, that is amazing. That's like, what I would like, want to do. Sweet. You know, like Britney Spears is like a sweet person. Yeah. Also smart. Like I – the documentary really talked so much about like how she's smart and people don't think of her as smart. And I think like – I think all of those those like girls of mm-hmm. that time period who are pretty much our peers in age, though certainly right. not in fame yet. 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 You know, I, I like to think we will eventually be working with Britney side by side 100%. on some sort of... We're going to be doing some hair shit with her, guaranteed. <gasps> That's fun. That is really fun. I mean, I wish for Britney to embrace wigs and reject extensions. Yeah, girl. It seems like it's not... But also, who knows? Maybe that's, like, part of the protest for her. I don't know. But either way, like, it looks painful and doesn't look great. Well, that's why she shaved her head. Like, I was watching. Like, they, they got up close and personal. I've had those extensions of little beads. They are so uncomfortable. They make your head itchy. And then, like, your hair, f- like, flips on them. And you get these huge knots. And they're uncomfortable. And I watched her shave. I was like, oh, that must feel so good once it's off. And, she, by the way, she looks really good. Shape, her with her head shaved. She has a perfectly round head. I was and like, such a beautiful face, so beautiful, and it works so well. Like she's, mm-hmm. she's gorgeous and she's sweet. And she was totally, you know, effed over by her family for money. Her dad never was in the picture, and all of a sudden he's in the picture. Like it just, thank God he's off of the conservatory though. That happened this week. Thank God. Yeah, 
Well, he's half off. Now he can't make decisions by himself. Great. Oh, but okay. He's, but he's still on it. It's okay. like, I don't, I don't pretend to know all of the laws. And I wish if there was a lawyer who wanted to come on and explain it all to us in great minute detail Please i would do. be very interested in that i asked my brother and sister-in-law are lawyers and so if i have law questions i'll be like did you guys watch this documentary because also i know that they will like it yeah yeah i don't know anybody who watched it who didn't like it but they did watch it they did like it but then i didn't get any law details and i was like oh. well did you notice okay asked. this is a conspiracy theory that you know say britney whole thing with the with her symbolism and in her in her instagrams the whole rose thing if you notice that like i think a week before the documentary came out she did a whole thing with the roses project or something like that and then in the documentary everybody's got roses behind them and the lawyers have like two or three roses behind them the ones that just didn't help her and yeah. didn't believe in her and didn't let her bloom i just thought that was interesting I wonder so much about the Rose stuff. Like, I wonder so much about all of this stuff. Like, somebody in the documentary, I think the New York Times reporter guy was like, if you're looking for symbolism in the Britney stuff, you'll find it. You'll like, find any, it, right. You can make it, anything Like, how much anything. of it is, is, like, people superimposing meaning on things and how much of it is, like, Britney has to send all the, like, it is Britney's Instagram, but she has to send it to a social media person who I'm sure has, like, rules about you think what they're that allowed. she does i know that she does that they i saw it on probably twitter i feel like so ignorant every time that i'm like i saw this thing on twitter so i know it's true but <laughs> i saw this woman on twitter or, or like maybe the britney pod people said like she has a person that she sends stuff to okay and then she posts it so like they don't let britney just like get on instagram and post anything it, so goes, it gets like filtered through somebody who i'm sure is being told by Jamie Spears or yeah Jamie it has to be Jamie Spears or like their team Larry Rudolph somebody is like here's what you can post here's what you can't post so I, I like I wonder like I think what... that makes sense because otherwise she might be saying more but she's she has her little fashion shows and her little like walk walk the like the same thing over like or he'll post the same picture with different filters on it over and over again I mean and wouldn't you be going like I would feel crazy cakes sharing that stuff. Like, I don't even post selfies of myself because I, like, don't – I mm-hmm. that makes me feel, like, really insecure. Yeah. Brittany is very different than me, obviously, like, in every way and, like, in the way the world has treated her and all of those things. But I still, like, admire her for sharing a lot of that stuff. I do, stuff. too. Like, she's also, like, not doing – she's stuck in her house. Like, she's – I mean, she's like all of us now. She wanted to work. I think she wanted to do. I mean, obviously, the quarantine or the pandemic kind of changed everything. But she was going to do another show, and then she, I, I, I remember this happening because I saw her show in Vegas uh, in 2017, which I it was so good. She was so good, so good. Um, but she, and then when she's going to redo it, and then she didn't. Now I know why. It's because of her father. Yeah, did you that part of the documentary where they like had the big thing and she like got boofed up out of the floor and then just like walked right past? I was like, that's power. That yeah, she's like, fuck you guys. I'm not. I will not be performing. I'm not performing for you. I'm not your puppet. Yeah. Um. Go go free Britney. Free Britney. Free Britney. I did. Um. I did. I did feel like 
I admire the protesters of the Free Britney movement, but I was sort of like, um, there's a lot of protesting that needs to happen right now. I hope you guys are not just protesting for Britney. I agree. You know, like, I agree. Uh, who knows? Like, once again, I'm not in the streets today, so I really shouldn't judge how people spend their time. But, right. like, especially this summer, I I hope that they were also joining the Black Lives Matter protests. And, yeah. And, just, I don't know. But then also, like, uh, shut up, Amanda. Like, sometimes it's hard to know when you're being, like, sensitive and when you're being, like, a little Twitter scold. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I'm having weird guilt about getting the vaccine. Because, like, well, because I work from home, like, I don't need the vaccine in the same way that somebody who has to, like, go out and work or who's, like, like, I have asthma and it's pretty serious asthma, but it's, like, very well managed because I have health insurance and good doctors. Mm -hmm. So I, like, am back and forth on it. But also – Are you getting offered it or are you able to – As of today – people with uh people Mm -hmm. like younger people with underlying conditions are eligible to sign up you know they just did that in la where actually pregnancy is considered uh, an underlying condition underlying condition (laughs) so yeah so it's a it's an underlying condition and and if i especially if i have gestational diabetes it's even worse so um i'm gonna probably get it to do it which will mean that i get to see my parents and also what I learned, and I'm not sure about this, but I was reading from the, uni- uh, the University of Chicago Medicine. They've been doing a study where the they think that the in the third trimester it's best to get it because you'll be passing the antibodies to your child through the placenta. Because it's not a DNA thing. Like it's not going to – the way the protein is in this um, – vaccine it's not the actual COVID it's a, a protein part of it that helps you develop a an immune system to it so if I did get it in my third trimester it can actually go through the placenta and then give my child possible antibodies which would mean I can still I could have people meet my child and, and that's, that's a two for one they don't have to do two vaccines then right they've saved the um, vaccine because I said that originally I thought that it would pass through your breast milk but they're saying because the type of protein it is it will not pass through pre- breast milk so it also feels like and once again if like what's the farthest thing from a doctor it's me but <laughs> it feels like telling people like oh it'll just pass through your breast milk for a vaccine feels like what that doesn't seem yeah that doesn't make sense because like your breast milk doesn't it come from like like it's food like, well you do comes- pass on you do pass on antibodies through your, your breast milk like my, my mom when you're sick you're supposed to still breastfeed so your baby gets the 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 antibodies from you so like like so you have they can get it I guess it's a, but it's also a certain different type of protein vaccine is not the same as having antibodies um I guess who knows um I'm not I'm also not the me. furthest thing from a doctor um, like a, they don't even if you get a BFA they don't even let you go near the medical building no on campus so they're like uh theater oh you're on all black Let's, oh we gotta go no this is yeah you're wearing you're wearing black yoga pants to class every day uh as a uniform you cannot enter unless are you sick are you very sick with something interesting (laughs) i did i don't know have i talked about my butt surgery on this no you have not but i do remember that it was sophomore year (laughs) no in yeah right before guys and dolls uh i i had i i had a polynidal cyst but i didn't know that i just like woke up one morning with like a big pain in my butt crack and was like i like 
I have like a real weird, once again, not a doctor, but I will diagnose myself. No problem. I'm sure of what I have. Like I was like, I can't believe I was bitten by a spider. So I like go (laughs) to urgent care at six o'clock in the morning because the pain is like really intense. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I've been bitten by a spider. Can I see a doctor? And they were like, Jesus, like I'm sure that's so exhausting. That energy is exhausting (laughs) to any attending nurse, doctor, doctor's, uh, what is it? Physician's assistant, et cetera. Like they're just like. Oh my God, another U of A theater kid is here. So they <laughs> they let me see the doctor and he's like, oh, it's not a bug bite. And I was like, okay, but I just told you that it was. And he was like, you have a polynatal cyst, which means like when you're in utero. So Kara, this could be happening to you right now. Oh. Your baby. Oh. Your, um, your spine doesn't close up. Like the skin mm-hmm. around your uh, the base of your spine doesn't close up. So like a few little cells get in there. Okay. It's like minor. You know, it, yeah. people are walking around with it and they never know. Right. But it can be irritated either through like illness or extreme stress. And I think we've talked a lot about how college <laughs> had so- a lot of like – unnecessary stress unnecessary stress but freshman year I got IBS sophomore year (laughs) the cyst at the base of my spine became irritated from the stress imagine if I'd been in therapy I would probably be on Broadway fuck my life anyway (laughs) so they he was like you should probably have to have surgery and I was like I can't have surgery I have an audition for my school (laughs) and he was like um okay I don't I can't really I can't help you he was like every every doctor I encountered was just like the way you're being upset about this thing that has so little real material stress attached to it. When I, a doctor, am used to saving people's lives, like they were just like, okay, this girl's crazy. <laughs> so they they sent he sent me to like a general surgeon. Okay. I don't okay. Know what yeah. A like a you know sort of a, a generalist and. In the afternoon, I said, okay, my theater classes are done for the day, and it's before the audition, so I can attend that doctor's appointment. And I had to – I so the doctor comes in, and he's got this really cute medical student with him. Of course. And he of was like, course. do you mind if he watches? And I was like – I mean, I get, like, there's no way to be like, yeah. yes, I very much mind. <laughs> like, I – his number later. <laughs> I – well, I just, like, I'm, like, still a virgin. I've never, like – I'm just, like – even to this day, I'm not very comfortable with male doctors um, going, like, below the neck. Like, mm-hmm. I have an ENT who is amazing, great doctor. He's awesome. But he works on my ear, nose, and throat. Yes. You know, he's – Above the – Above. The above you know, like, I had a great gyno for years who was a man, and I finally switched because I was just like, I just don't want this. Mm-hmm. I just want lady doctors. Yeah. And – Maybe a big part of it stems from me having to pull my pants down and then bend over the exam table while the one doctor spread my ass cheeks and the other one <laughs> took notes for his medical school journal. So <laughs> they tell me it's like, they're like, you know, we can send you home with antibiotics and you can soak, but like you might have to have surgery in a month. And I had a full panic attack. Like I think I had like a two hour panic attack in there. Um, in their exam rooms. So, like, yeah. they couldn't get other patients in there. The medical student ran out. I, that's the most fear I've ever seen in a man's eyes. He, like, could not handle the, like, the like volume of my emotions. Because I yeah. was just like, I can't have surgery. I, uh, 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 yep, like, yep. And 
I get caught. I I might get caught for having surgery. That's so fucked up. He, like, probably some of the stress was also, like, I'm going to have to have surgery and my parents are across Across the country. country. Mm -hmm. But more of it, if we're being real, was about school and, like, you know, I don't know, whatever. And so I have the audition. I don't – I actually do remember it. I went pretty well. But (laughs) – but I then like I like arranged to have the surgery. I was like, well, then if I have to have surgery, I don't want to wait. It's a three day weekend. Let's get this done. And we got it done. My mom flew out to take care of me. That was medium successful. <laughs> she was like going through menopause at the time. So it was just like it was too much. It was so yeah. much. Once again, so much energy in one <laughs> small bedroom. And, but it took like a year for that butt surgery to heal because like. Every time you sit down, it opens up. I I don't know if I would say that exactly, <laughs> but <laughs> there's just like constant pressure on the wound. I had this like huge scar for a long time, and now it's kind of gone. Like there's like a I don't I don't know how deep you would have to go to really see the scar. Okay, Pretty and when deep. they was it like a basically a pus is like a pustule, so it's like a big zit on your like a not a zit like a but like a um. A thing kind that, of a zit. Kind of like a zit that you pop. It's just a bunch of stuff comes out. Like a, If they popped it, I think it would be extremely oh, painful. Yeah. No, like you, it's – it's Because it's, it's like inflamed. Yes. So it's like instead of instead of your pore being clogged, it's like um, like your skin has developed like an irritation yes. around a mass. Yeah. So it is kind of – but it's like – if it's a zit, then, like, my whole body is the face. Okay. You know, like, that's the proportion of that's, it. I get that. Okay. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. love Dr. Pepper Popper, so I get that. I get that. I, get I that. know that you do, and I – oh, my God. I get mad. If I'm watching TV, I'm trying to have a nice time with myself, and those commercials come on, I get – I just absolutely Ooh. So some of them I can't it. deal with. Like, I can't deal with. Some of them are really disgusting. But some of them, like, they're small little pustules. I'm like, cool. But if it's, like, a big thing that's, like, full of, like – green or black goo oh I, my god oh I yeah yeah at, yeah i can't look black at goo well it's like it's well it's your hair so sometimes it's just a bunch of hair coming out or, like if it's on a scalp sometimes it's really just dark because a lot of your hair and it just the color is very important to me and if it's white i'm cool like white or like a cream but like if it's green that to me is like it's an infection it just but aren't green. you don't you know if it's green before you get in there no you don't <gasps> it's a surprise no, I don't want it to be a surprise. <laughs> I feel like, oh, I don't want to talk too much about my own pimple experience. Yeah, we don't have like, to talk into it, but it's like, because it, 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 if it is discolored, it means it's an infection, and that makes me feel differently about it because it's like, you feel bad for them. White, it's like, oh, I have white men's all the time, so that's normal. But like, when you, you get more worried when it's a different color. Yeah, I guess. I guess that's true. The black is really distressing. Yeah. Black well, it's also old skin that has just like been sitting in Rotted? There. No, oh. not rotted. No, no rotting. No rotting. That'd be different. That'd be that'd be a different thing. That'd be a narco... Uh, starts with an N. I can't remember what it's called. Like an... Um, oh. Necrosis. I, necrosis. Necrosis. Yeah, that's necrosis. Yeah. No, I don't think Gross. that's a zit thing. That's just when your skin deteriorates. I guess that's fair. I have never heard someone gain necrosis from a zit. Get a really big zit. Oh God! Wow. So I've, I've heard certain people get necrosis from fillers, so that's the big thing they worry they they tell you about. 
they hit a vein, you can get necrosis. Like it, oh, say more, say more. So like I got my nose filled for before my wedding and because I, I have a bump in my nose, which I've always had and I've always been like, oh, I wonder what it's like out. Like it's, you know, everyone has their thing. My nose is my thing. And so I got it filled at the top above the, above the bump and it looked great, but they warned me if I went lower into my, like my, into my tip, there is a little bit more veins there and you can get a vein and, um, fill that and your skin can just suffocate and die because um, no blood flow is no blood flow so it's your skin dies oh, so no. they can you, they can catch it early enough and you, they make you aware of what you what you can do and they can put stuff to, to dissolve it real quick but um some people don't understand the signs and some people just maybe it hits too fast or um that was people one of the biggest things denial about medicine stuff so much yeah. like if something weird is going on you're like it's probably fine everything's yeah. fine everything's fine mm-hmm. yeah no it's it's a, you know, that's a risk, but again, it's, it's reversible. And that thing with fillers, it's reversible. If you don't like it, you can just get it dissolved. So if you're like, I want to see what my nose would look like if I got a nose job, you kind of can, kind of, um, but it goes away. So. I mean, your nose looks great. Well, thanks. Didn't you get it refilled? I did. Recently? I got it refilled, but it's not, I, again, it was right before I got pregnant. So I don't know if like my pregnancy is eating. It's fine. It, it looks great. I'm like, I'm not upset about it. It definitely doesn't as, um. When I first got it done, it always looks the best. But um, it's fine. Like, it's it's totally fine. Yeah, I, I like the it's best hard when I got tell, my wedding. Like, how your face has changed when your face is constantly changing. Right now, yes. I'm, I'm a, mm-hmm. uh, it's great. It's, I, it's kind of fun because, like, looking at pictures, Brian has been posting, you know, for Valentine's Day, he posted a thing for me. And it's fun to look at my face changing as I get more pregnant or, like, which is my Aww. body changing. It's cool to see, like, yeah, my face gets to be a little more round right now, and it's kind of fun. Mm-hmm. You're I have wearing friends, it well. Oh, thanks. I have a friend that literally her nose got wider when she got pregnant. Oh yeah, I've heard that that can happen. And she looked like did a, it she, go back? It, go, it went back, yeah. But she looked like a completely different person. And sometimes we were talking about the other day. It's like it's hard to see women in these like ads because I have shit ton of ads coming to my phone about it now about clothes, and you're like that woman is not pregnant her arms and her neck and her face there's no way she's pregnant like that is I hope you're shit posting underneath it like (laughs) fuck this fucking ad that woman is not pregnant you can tell you can tell when a legit person's pregnant you can't like on tv when they're pregnant you tell because they're hiding it but their face also looks just a little different right right like it's not just like you get a little cute bump it's like everything gets a everything gets a little bigger everything Mm -hmm. gets a little bigger so there's no shame in that. It should be a really fun time to really be like, yep, I get to I get to be plump and it's kind of fun. And see like, oh, how would I look if this was different? How would mm-hmm. I look if this is different? Yep. Yep. It's cool. It's different. Yeah. You, you, change your, you get to change your look for nine months. I mean, that is really, that's a fun side side bonus, I yeah. guess. Yeah. Yeah, it's cool. And then people, when people haven't seen you in a while, they're like, oh, wow, yeah, you look really pregnant. <gasps> Because people are so rude. Because people love to just like <laughs> comment on your appearance. I know, I know. Um, it's okay. My two-year-old nephew uh, calls me heavy, which is That's the cutest nice. thing. It's the cutest yeah. thing. Um, I, I haven't talked with him though. What did you say? I was like, we don't say that to people. I know Kiki's, but Kiki because they calls me Kiki because he can't say Kara um, has a baby in her belly, and we call it the mermaid because he likes mermaids, Aww. and. Um, and I think he needs to just know that. Like, I think he he hears that I'm heavier. I'm he can see that I'm getting bigger because I see him every day. But um, 
so he says i'm too heavy kiki too heavy and i'm like you don't we don't say, <laughs> yeah. it's okay to say that to me, yeah but, but we, we don't say don't that to people say that. yeah <laughs> yeah that's uh that's a good that's good to teach that lesson i guess but he's also um, the age I, where he <laughs> wants to antagonize me so he, he now he says it to me when he's mad at me oh so, and then I just, wow yeah he's he's smart he's too smart for his own good he's too smart he's got power he does he's got power and he knows how to use it yes he does i'm jealous that you get to see your nephew so much it's nice i get to see him every every week um mm. it's really nice but i am getting tired it's hard to watch a two-year-old i'm sure i'm some people do it all the time, all the time. i mean i'll be doing it all the time eventually Two years, but it'll from be now. different when it's my kid. I think it'll be different. Yeah, I think so too. Like you don't, you don't feel like so. Like I have to be with them every single moment. Right. Like no, we're like living a little life here. Yeah, yeah, different, different, different life. But you know, whatever. It's cool. It's cool. It's cool. It's cool. It's cool, bro. It's cool, bro. <laughs> um, can we take a moment to just really shit talk Justin Timberlake? Yes. Great. Because I would like to do that. Let's do it. I went to his. I went to his Instagram. His apology on I did. Instagram I read it to too. Brittany and Janet, and it's like, I mean, first of all, if you're apologizing to two people for like truly leveraging everything about them to advance your career, maybe don't lump their apologies together. I, would I say- agree. I agree. I I did like <laughs> the post. I did like the post, unfortunately, but I did like it because I was like, okay, we've got to start somewhere. This is a fucking weak ass apology, but like, let's. I don't know. Written by a PR I know. I'm realizing. I'm really that now there's a lot of people apologizing right now in the world. Like even Bachelorette. There's a lot. Bachelor. There's so many. Like so much shit going on about these Instagram apologies, which I'm starting to realize like I kind of like liked Justin Timberlake's and I'm kind of like maybe I shouldn't have. This is cheap. It's a cheap shot. It's like a cheap. It's a cheap apology. I mean, if it if it if you liked it, you liked it, you know, like I don't know. I think like. Whatever moves us, moves us. But, like, I saw a bunch of people in the comments defending him, like, being like, this is what a real man does is apologize. Yeah, I and I was like, God, even if I liked Justin Timberlake, which I do not. Yeah. I have I, – I can't not dance to sexy back. I'm not a robot. But, <laughs> I know. like, that is a bop, no question. But, like, he's he's so the worst in so many ways but even if I loved him like I love Britney Spears and if I see somebody in the comments of her Instagram being shitty I'm not like how dare you she's Britney like I'm not gonna fight for a celebrity like I'm not gonna like fight with a stranger on social media yeah that's I I, and I don't understand there were people I really read pretty deep because I was very interested in that like behavior you know like that instinct to like write my uh, things to 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 be like how dare you he's apologizing a real man apologizes and it's like lord almighty like I don't like why don't you worry about yourself like Justin Timberlake is never gonna say thank you to you Mm -mm. Justin Timberlake is not going to see this and be like um Big Cowboy 68 is my true fan. Like, I'm a friend of his. Right. He's never going to see it. And he's never going to like it. He's never, no, he's never going to see it. And no one cares no. what you think. Like, no one cares. No one cares. It's. And, like, I just, like, I just don't, I I guess, like, we have, like, so such limited time mm-hmm. on this earth. And you're going to fight with strangers on Justin Timberlake's Instagram? 
Yeah, I don't understand trolls on anything. Like, I don't understand trolling. I don't understand what it does. I, I guess it gets people off because they have no control in their life. So they're like, I can voice my stuff here and feel like I'm a man and have a huge dick. Or feel like I have, I'm a Karen and I have privilege. And I, since I don't have a privilege at home, I have privilege on the internet. Oh, I'm so horrible. Um, <laughs> That's what, it's troll. Look, it's trolls and Karens. I think we all know that. And <laughs> yes. I, but it, it is like it is fascinating to behave the way that you behave like I don't I don't really like that people can be on the internet not with their real names like I feel like you should not be able to hide behind an avatar you shouldn't yeah. be able to hide behind like a fake name like yeah because I don't know everybody on the internet is people except for the bots and with death threats like why do people do death threats I don't That's understand That's what is big. the do point? you watch drag race yeah one of my friends was on it last year and he was the one that was um Britta he's the one that she's the one that um I went I was in Titanic with <laughs> back, oh my god back the, in college the famed Titanic. Titanic with Emma Stone <laughs> I got to work with her and him anyway um, he had, he was, cause the whole episode with him was, um, he became the bully because the real bully was edited out because he had done some really shitty, shady shit. So they had to edit this, they had to redo the whole edit to, uh, yeah, Drag Sherry Race Pie was this, like a, like an abuser an and abuser. they, and got so far in the competition and then it came out afterwards and it's like, then they had to like try to edit around mm-hmm. it. And so Britta got the villain filter, filter but like. We love a villain in reality TV. I want my reality yeah. TV to have villains. On the Housewives, the best part about the Housewives is like at any moment, a housewife could become a villain. Yep. Like I could love a housewife and by the end of an episode, I'll be like, I wish she was dead. Am I going to post that online? No, I'm not. That's going to be just something I think in my heart. And I know by next episode, you're going to love her again. Back. Yeah. I might. I might. You just don't know. And that's what's like exciting about them is like all of them are villains. And like, but but really, especially with Drag Race, it's the fandom is like so racist and it's so like so hom- it's so gr- horrible. And they like Britta like almost died because she almost took her own life because people were telling her to kill herself. And she's going through you know she's been I think she's been doing sober she's been sober for a while now and she's like really re- really done some good work on herself and like is open about it on social media and it's so beautiful that she is. Um, but it really fucked with her and her like well-being that people can be just like they're they think they're like these fake characters on a TV show, but they don't really know that they're real people who deal with like you can't just tell people to kill themselves over and over again. No, then eventually you, you start believing it. And that's what he said. She said did she like the more and more people told me to kill myself, the more and more I kind of almost believed it, which is terribly sad and horrible and no one deserves that. And Britta's a funny person. I I worked with her. She's great. Like she was in fucking Titanic in (laughs) Phoenix. (laughs) But even still, she deserves our respect. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) Um, Shut up. Um, But she no. It's it's weird to see that these people become just caricatures, and so people think they have the right to tell them what they think, and that that's going to do something like death threats. And also that what they think is like uh, like. That you should hurt yourself or that, like, you're terrible. It's, like, it's a reality competition. Yeah. And they are under, like, extreme – like, there's no excuse for bullying people online. But, like, the way that people act on Drag Race, for example, 
They're sequestered in their hotel rooms all like all night. They can't see other people. They can't call their friends and family. Then they come into the workroom and they do their jobs. And it's like that's all they have. Like they're they're you're seeing people in a pressure cooker yep. in the reality show already. That's what makes for good TV. And on top of and that, so, like, you can edit around anything and make anybody mm-hmm. sound bad or sound good. Like it yeah. doesn't matter if you are – what if you are the nicest person in the world? They can edit you and, like, have you – you sound bites from things you've used and, like, it's it's easy put a, to Take a talking head and put it next to a moment that, like, doesn't have anything to do with the mm-hmm. talking head. Mm-hmm. And, like, am I going to stop watching Drag Race? No, of course not. And did I get drunk last season and while I was watching and DM the widow that I cried during her first performance because oh. it was so oh, good. I love it. And, like, I just loved, like – I love seeing like bigger bodies like do Me stuff too. On, like do like dance on TV like I was like I think you're amazing I hope you go all the way like I just like I do sometimes get drunk and send um like DMs like that being like I love you so much oh, I wish you they love the that though I think that's something like when you see a celebrity I mean- <laughs> you should or and you're not being weird and you say we well, I like you thank you very much for doing what you do and bye I mean these DMs are weird but like <laughs> they're you know hopefully hopefully harmless <laughs> Because with a celebrity care, actually last night I had a dream that I met two of my idols and both times I was wearing one wrong shoe. Oh, weird. Like a black heeled boot and like a sneaker and had to be like, oh, oh, whoops. (laughs) Uh, Who are your idols? Who'd you meet? (laughs) It was Nicole Byer. And then I can't remember who the other person was. So, like, she left, but I was being so weird that it was, like, not a fun interaction. Because <laughs> I was already dressed like a lunatic. <laughs> and then later in the dream, I was, like, writing outside a cafe. And then I was like, oh, I should go check in with Kara. You were upstairs doing a production of Hamlet with Brian, which, like, I'm sorry I didn't watch. I should have watched. Why didn't you watch it, damn it? I don't know. I don't know. Because then I was like, do you guys need help with anything? And you guys were like, yeah, when Gertrude says this line, can you just, like, lower the curtain? And I was like, yes, totally. I swear. And then I just went out back outside and started writing. And then I was like, Amanda, you missed your cue. And then I woke up in a cold sweat and was just like, Oh, big Valentine's dreams. Day. Yeah. Yeah. It definitely anxiety dreams. Those missing cues are like the worst. Or like your server dreams are in a restaurant that you've never been before and you have like a 10 top, like seven 10 tops and like a nine top and you're like, oh, And you no. don't know what the menu is and yep. people are like, miss, miss, miss. Yep. I used to have to, when I waited tables, I no matter how late I would get home, I would have to come home, have a snack, mm-hmm. watch TV yep. for a while because otherwise I would have, I would sleepwalk. With, like, trying to wait tables in the living room. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. It's horrible. That's horrible. I mean, and that's, like, another good example of, like, why was I carrying that stress with me? You know, like, it's a stressful job, but also some of it we take – some of it we put on ourselves. Yeah, we do. some of it, you know. Like, in the middle of the night, you're like, I forgot to bring ketchup to table 24. Yes. Yes. And have you ever once in your life woken up in the middle of the night and been like, that was just didn't bring me ketchup? <laughs> no, never. Never. <laughs> like only, I don't I don't think anybody does that. No. Even like a mean customer doesn't do that. It's so crazy. That's so weird. <laughs> oh man. Server dreams. I'm so glad I'm out of that. No, I actually was a really appreciated being a excuse me. I appreciated being a server. I loved being a server to be honest. Um, I liked it and then I and then I was done lost my shine yeah. like 
there was a table that sat down and it was uh, two parents and two kids and then they just wanted to order snacks and I couldn't fake my niceness like I like had hit a wall yeah. and then I like just for a moment just for one moment and then I got it back and they left me zero tip oh yep yep that then that breaks you a little bit you're like I can't do this anymore yeah there was a breaking point I was like you know what I don't need to do this anymore Mm-hmm. I, I made my money and I'm happy and I have another job now. So I'm going to leave this one and go do my massage. Yeah. Which was I'm very grateful for. Um, but I really did. I did love. I was served for like almost 20 years. I want to say not not quite. 20 years? Yeah. I was 15 when I started serving at Sonic. Oh, yeah. You should talk about that a little bit. Oh, that was That's, great. I love, I love to hear you wax romantic about Sonic. Oh, it was such a great job, you know? Since it wasn't a complete waitress in Arizona, I got paid five twenty-five an hour, not two fifteen an hour. Hello. And then on top of that, every time I used my roller skate, I, I used my roller skates or my roller blades, and I would skate to my car with my cute little polo shirt and short shorts, and they'd give me a dollar every order or like two dollars. I'd walk home with a huge amount of tips as a 15-year-old working at a fast food restaurant. Mm -hmm. And I was like, this is is great. This is awesome. Good job. And all my paycheck went right into my savings account, and my only spending money was my tips. And that's when I realized I knew how to save money. (laughs) Yeah, you're really good at it, I think. Yeah, I really – I I would say that was one thing my parents taught me great was to, to learn how to budget even though I don't really sit down and budget, but like I, I know how to spend my money and save my money and invest my money. Wow. You should teach me because I like, I need to have enough money that I don't think about it. And that doesn't mean that I'm like a billionaire or anything, but I need to be making like X amount more than my rent mm-hmm. because like I don't have, like I could be living in a nicer apartment, but I just like don't have the wherewithal to yeah. like, to budget in that way I wish that I did I think that's like a skill a very useful skill that I do not have and I don't know if some of it comes from like when I was waiting tables and I like had not very much money it was always so stressful to like look at it and know about it that like yep and I would know how much I had but like now I'm like I never want to think about it yes I I like can feel when I'm doing good and when I can feel when I'm not I don't Mm -hmm. I don't necessarily like to look at my bank accounts which is weird I just know when I'm doing well and when I'm not and I I go with that feeling like oh I'm doing really good this month okay I can go out more Uh, I don't feel like I'm doing that well so I'm just gonna stay home today like I I use my my gut feeling, which is I don't recommend doing. Okay, actually, I take it back. Uh, we do it the same. We, we have the, the same. exact same approach. Neither of us is yeah. Susie Orman. No, but I did. I, you know what I did buy? Which I will in two thousand fourteen. I bought a Bitcoin for four hundred dollars. Password? I have it. Yeah, I have it. How much is your Bitcoin worth? Um, well, I took some money out. Because it went up to like 30000 something this recently. And then now it's up again. But I took some out. So I have like almost a half of a Bitcoin right now. But I'm not touching it. Like that stuff is not being touched. That's like a savings. And it might it go, can go down again. Like I bought it for 400 I mean it will go down and then it might go up. Like yeah. It's going to fluctuate. So I, I, I made just I, – I took some off just a little bit to, to have for as a mommy makeover. <laughs> Think just in case, like I want my hair done or something. Once the baby's done. Oh, not you know the mommy makeover is like a plastic surgery term. Oh, oh yeah, oh yeah. I know what you're saying, but like 
Yes. Not a whole. But it, so you didn't do that. No, I use it for like when I'm done, like I go to the gym, I'll be able to have all my stuff without having to worry about getting to, digging into the baby's fund, if that makes any sense. Yeah, so that's me, the baby's plastic surgery. Yeah, that's the baby's. Yeah, we need the baby's plastic surgery and then my plastic surgery. Yeah. Great. Um, that's so smart. But for me, because I was like, I wanted, I, I spent $400. I would like this just for me, just for me to have yeah. later because I, I was smart enough to buy one um, or stupid enough to buy one at the time. Um, but- smart enough. Smart. Take <laughs> take the smarts. I thought Bitcoin was so dumb. Like it took me – even now, I don't really understand I don't it. understand it either. I don't understand I it. I do think it's smart to buy it. Like I think it was smart that you did that. Yeah. And at the time, I could afford it. I was like, yeah, $400. I should have – I wish I would have bought two, but I <laughs> didn't. But I had a guy I, who like literally told me everything. He sold, sold me his. He was buying his for like – he bought his originally for like 10 bucks a pop. So he's literally like a gazillionaire right now. It's crazy. Is he single? Like, what's his deal? I know. <laughs> I'll check his number. I'll give it to you when you come when you come live out here. Okay, um, perfect. That's how it works. Um, wow, that's the that's the like keys dangling in front of me. It's like you gotta come move out here to get this phone number. <laughs> yes. Um. Yeah. I don't even know where he. I I don't know where he lives anymore, but I have it somewhere. I'll find it. I mean, look, we'll find him. Don't worry. Right. We'll find him. Yeah. Just kidding. I like, I will say like, this is the first Valentine's Day that I haven't been like, hmm, that I've been single, that I haven't been like, hmm, mm-hmm. I'm single. Like, one, who fucking cares? Yeah. Like, God, two, I froze my eggs. Like, yeah, you're fine. I don't, I don't have that same clock that was like tick, 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 yeah. ticking in my head before. Which means you're on your path to meeting your person quicker. You know that, right? What? I don't know about you're that. You're not no, you're not in that desperate headspace. Not that you were, but like you you have I was. I really was. <laughs> I can I can own a desperate headspace and I I was in one. Um but that's because you're not now, so you'll probably attract it like your psychic said, probably sooner than you think. Gosh, I wonder which room of my apartment I'll meet him in. The only places I go anymore. And there's really only two rooms. So Well you might you never you might meet him while you're swiping on the toilet. Kara. <laughs> Wouldn't that be I the have, oh my god, I really hope that's a story because then you'll have to tell it at your wedding or I will. <laughs> I mean, here's the thing about dating apps is I don't rem- when I match with somebody, I don't remember which place I was swiping. But so you might maybe, but you might maybe I maybe allegedly that could be the place, but I could also be on my couch. I could be no, but what if you, waiting for a friend. Like, what if he asks you out while you're on the toilet and you're like, this is the moment. I just like, that is not how any of that works. You've been <laughs> married for too long. If you think that the moment that a man matches with you or asks you out on a date, like, you remember that moment. <laughs> like, even if I meet the love of my life on Hinge tomorrow, it, it, I will. I don't think I will recall the first parts. Um, mark my words, you will. Now that I've said this, oh my God. <laughs> I'm gonna be like, "Well, I was on the toilet when I matched with him, and then uh, also on the toilet when I agreed to go out with him." And <laughs> even if that was true, I just I don't think I would remember it. Okay, which is sad because that part's the most romantic part is where you were when you swiped. When you swiped or wiped. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> oh! on that note, <laughs> this was fun, Amanda. Thanks for just talking to me all day today. Yeah, thank you guys for listening. To Thanks for listening. Pod.
Bye. <laughs> right. Bye. Swipe. Wipe. Woo. No. You know I can cut that out. I expect you to. (laughs) Maybe I'll surprise you. Thank you so much for listening to Growing Out the Pod. If you want to tell us your hair stories, email us at growingoutthepod at gmail.com or follow us on Instagram at growingoutthepod. Have a great day. And remember, exfoliation is the enemy of ingrowns. Growing Out the Pod.